Welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius, where winning isn't everything, it's the genius thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football goals. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you listen to this podcast, we welcome you to the Genius Cast. It's a Monday morning. We're talking yesterday's games. Plenty of overreactions to talk about on this on this fantastic Monday. Football's back in our lives. Love the games. Yes, we saw some defensive struggles. Yes, we saw some shootouts. But we also saw a bunch of players not put up the numbers you're expecting. Some players put up numbers that maybe you weren't expecting. Lots of things to talk about today on this podcast. And it's me as solo. It's the, it's the genius himself talking today's a solo cast. So let's go on ahead and jump right on into it and talk about the games from yesterday. Let's start off with the Tennessee Titans and the Cleveland Browns. Everybody's sweetheart. The Browns came out with a dump. Um, looked pretty bad on offense. Didn't look pretty good on defense either as a whole. For everybody talking about how this team's going to win the AFC North, myself included, they did not put the showing together. Mayfield did not look good, especially late in the game, especially in the fourth quarter. Came out, looks like he has a soft cast on his hand. Uh, looks like he didn't no, no injuries to that hand. He should be fine moving forward. But you got to love his attitude coming back and just, just the way he's talking about. Hey, he's going to come out and he's going to fight. I still am not going to give up on this Cleveland Browns team. I, th- I still think there's too much talent on this offense to overlook. I still like Mayfield moving forward. Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, Nick Chubb. They're all going to get theirs. They're all going to get going eventually. They do have a tough schedule coming up. There is some tough games before they really start getting into the, uh, the the AFC North later in the season. There are some tough games, but I still am going to be going with the Cleveland Browns this year. I still think they're going to get things going. I th- still think Mayfield's going to be a, a decent quarterback this year. Maybe not top five, but I still think he is going to be a startable quarterback in fantasy moving forward. A.J. Brown for Tennessee Titans. Great debut. Three catches, 100 yards. Looks solid. Was that more of the, the Browns defense or was that more of the Tennessee Titans offense? I'm still not sold on Tennessee's offense. I'm still not sold on Derrick Henry. Yes, he's going to have some decent games, but I'm, I'm still not 100% sold on Henry being a player this year. I may be totally wrong on this, but I am not a fan of Tennessee. I think this is going to be a fluke kind of game. I do not think this is going to be a, a, a trend moving forward with them putting up monster numbers on offense. Next up, Baltimore Ravens at the Miami Dolphins. This was not even a game from the start. Ravens putting up 59 points on the Dolphins. Looks like the Dolphins are a very bad team, most likely the worst team in the league. Rumors about uh, players maybe uh, talking about getting traded. you got to wonder if that's going to happen down the road here. Dolphins didn't look good on either side of the ball. Ravens looks fantastic on offense, looks good on defense. Lamar Jackson, is he, is he as good as he was? Probably not. Is he as bad as some people say? Absolutely not. I think Lamar Jackson is a serviceable quarterback this year in fantasy. Is he going to throw five touchdowns again this season? I highly doubt it. But I do think Lamar Jackson is a player that we definitely want to keep an eye on. And I I still think he's more of a waiver wire pickup kind of quarterback. I don't know if he's someone that I want to trust every week. Uh, maybe maybe more of a, a, a week-to-week lineup um, um, kind of matchup play that for Lamar Jackson. I definitely don't think he's a player you want to start each and every week. I think there's better options out there, especially when you're playing the streaming uh, quarterback role there in fantasy. Marquise Brown, another rookie coming out with a fantastic game. Four catches, 147 yards, two scores. I think he's one of the hot ads in uh, season long this week. I think he's going to be a very popular ad. 
I'm looking to get Marquise Brown if I need the wide receiver help. I think he's going to have some games like this. He's obviously going to also going to have some dud games just because of what the play is there at the quarterback position. And the Dolphins' defense is nothing to write home about. I think a lot of this had to do with the defense they played, but I do think Brown is going to be one of the hot ads, and I definitely do want to try to get him in my season-long leagues, if especially I need the wide receiver help. Preston Williams, I think he had a nice game, but again, I don't know how many shares of the Miami Dolphins offense I want in season-long this year. Atlanta, Minnesota, looks like the Vikings are going to run the ball and run the ball more than they're going to pass the ball. They they talked about in the the, uh, preseason training camp, they do want to get the, the ground game going. Dalvin Cook looked all the part of a fantastic back this year. I keep on saying, if this kid can stay healthy, I think he's a top five caliber uh, play. But if he can't stay healthy, that's where I worry about Cook moving forward. I just think it's something that we definitely want to kind of keep an eye on. And I still think if you have Cook, you definitely want to handcuff him with Madison moving forward in this offense. But if he can stay healthy, I think he's in line for not only top 10 back and being a starter in fantasy, I think he has top five potential, maybe even one of the top three if everything goes his way throughout the season, especially from what it looks like the Vikings want to do on offense there in Minnesota. As for the Falcons, there's too much talk about um, overreacting about the Julio Jones having a down game. Uh, Matt Ryan starting off slow, picked it up late in the game. I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard Am I going to be able to trust Julio Jones this year? This is crazy talk. This is what the definition of overreaction is. Julio Jones is going to be fine. Matt Ryan's going to be fine. The Falcons are going to be fine. Don't panic after week one. There's very few things that I'm going to panic about over this last weekend. And I'll talk about a couple of the ones that I am going to panic about. But right now, Julio Jones, absolutely not going to panic. Matt Ryan, not going to panic. Falcons offense, I'm not going to panic. They're going to be fine moving forward. Next up, we have the Buffalo Bills and the New York Jets. Started off as a horrible game on offense. Both teams not getting able to get anything going. Both defenses stepping up. Josh Allen looked like not a very good quarterback. Two turnovers. Two, I mean, I'm sorry, four turnovers. Two interceptions, two fumbles. Josh Allen did not look the part. He did come back a little later. I was very high on John Brown coming into the week. John Brown went absolutely off seven for 123 and a touchdown. I think John Brown's one of my favorite uh, targets this week in waiver wires if you don't already have him. I talked about him last week quite a bit that I think John Brown's going to be a player that we definitely want to target in fantasy, especially with Josh Allen's arm this week this year. Uh, Josh Brown and John Brown did show that he does have the talent seven for 123 and a score. Devin Singletary, only four carries, but those four carries went for 70 yards. Definitely think if he's not in your in, in, if, if he's not taken in, in your uh, leagues, I think it's crazy if he's still out there. But if he's not, definitely uh, pick him up in waiver wires um, for your season-long leagues. As for the Jets, don't really know what to think about the Jets. I think the Jets are a team that we definitely want to keep an eye on moving forward. That offensive line is bad. Um, Le'Veon Bell looked pretty decent for the, for the most part. 70 carries, 60 yards, six receptions, 32 yards, and a score. First game in, a, in, in over a year back on the field. Jamison Crowder, 17, I'm sorry, 17 or 19 targets. I can't remember how many it was, but it was tons of targets. He had 14 receptions, 99 yards. I was high on coming in Crowder as a deep sleeper uh, for fantasy. And I think we've seen that he might be the number one role there in, in that offense. Robbie Anderson was, was kind of an, a, a non-impact in this game. I think that he's going to get better as years go along. 
Not really high on Sam Darnold. I think Darnold is a player that um, is going to be, for me, much more of a waiver wire pickup. If he has a nice matchup, I might do that and play in the, uh, the, the streaming off, uh, quarterback role. I'm not high on Darnold coming into the year. and Definitely yesterday did not look like he was uh, going to be a solid play this year. 28 for 41, not great. Only 175 yards passing. Didn't look good in that Jets passing game. And looked like he had eyes for one receiver only, and that was Jamison Crowder. Um, not much to, to go by the Jets there, in my opinion. Next up, we have the Washington Redskins and the Philadelphia Eagles. As we thought going into the season, the Eagles' backfield is going to be a running back by committee. Don't know who to start on a weekly basis. I think Miles Sanders is a great play for uh, Dynasty Leagues, best ball formats, that kind of stuff. But in season-long redraft leagues, you just can't trust what's going to happen with that backfield. I am going to stay away from the entire backfield in Philadelphia until and if we see someone have multiple games where they are the lead back. But the Eagles are going to play the hot, hot player approach. Whoever has a hot hand, they're going, to run, they're going to go with that running back. And we saw that yesterday with the offense there in Philadelphia. Deshaun Jackson, great uh, return to the Eagles. Eight for a buck 54 and two scores. Is this normal? Not likely. Do I think Jackson's going to have a solid year? I think he does have a nice year. I don't know how high I'm in, um, where I'm going to rank him right now in my waiver wire priorities, but I do think Deshaun Jackson is worth a pickup if he's available in your leagues, especially if you need wide receiver help. I think he does have some games in him like this. Uh, obviously, maybe not this big of a game again, but I think he does have some nice big splash games uh, available this year with this Philadelphia Eagles offense. As for the Redskins, with Adrian Peterson, a healthy scratch yesterday, inactive for the Redskins. That that shows us that they are going to go Darius Geis. Even though Geis did not have a good game, I think Geis is a nice play this year. Um, and it looks like they are going to give him every chance, to, uh, every given chance to get the, the, the starting role there. And i uh, got to wonder if Adrian Peterson is going to be in Washington much longer. He may ask to be traded or um, something there in, in Washington. He doesn't want to end his career being a healthy scratch most weeks this year in, in Washington. Rams-Panthers, what I thought was going to be a, a high-scoring game, didn't start off that way. Um, halftime was only 13-3, but in the second half, they, they started to put the ball in the air, started to uh, make some plays on both sides of the ball. Christian McCaffrey, what can you say about McCaffrey? McCaffrey is one of the best running backs, but I think they're going to have to limit some of his touches. I think he played every snap from the front running back position. That's something I think you have to cut down with, especially if you want to have him fresh as the season moves along. They're going to have to find ways to get more production out of those backups there in, in Carolina. I just don't know if they're going to be able to do that with, with, with the players that are behind um, uh, McCaffrey there in that offense. Cam Newton didn't look good. Uh, the receivers there, as we thought, maybe Samuel and DJ Moore would be a, a, a great play this year. Didn't look solid, especially in the first half. I think the, there are better days coming for Cam Newton and the pass catchers there in Carolina. Got us to kind of worry about uh, Todd Gurley. Yes, he got a lot of looks in the second half, but in the first half, we saw Malcolm Brown get in there and actually steal one of the vulture, vulture one of his touchdowns. I was very high on Gurley coming in the year. I got to start wondering if that was a uh, misplay by me, um, especially with the where uh, some people took Gurley. I didn't think he was a first round pick. I, I liked him much more in the second round, but if he's going to be splitting carries with Malcolm Brown, I don't know how much we can trust Todd Gurley. I definitely want to keep a close eye on him moving forward, and hopefully the trend starts to go his way a little more than they did yesterday. I did like that, that they gave him the ball a lot more in the second half, so hopefully that's the trend moving forward. But you got to wonder if McVay wants to kind of limit what he does throughout the season to keep him fresh for the playoffs, and you can't hate them for that because of what happened last year in the playoffs with uh, Gurley. Chiefs, Jaguars, Chiefs open the season just like they 
played last year. Video game numbers. Tough injury to uh, Tyreek Hill. Looks like he, looks like he avoided surgery. We're gonna miss a couple weeks. So step up, Sammy Watkins. Nine buck ninety eight and three touchdowns. He showed the upside he had. Uh, during his time in Buffalo, this was kind of, kind of the upside that you kind of expected out of Watkins. Maybe not nine for a buck ninety-eight, but definitely the uh, the, the big games like this. Uh, um, Sammy Watkins coming out of college and heading into Buffalo, he did have, he did show those uh, upsides early on in his career. Battled some injuries, went to Kansas City, didn't do much last year, but I think this year he's in for a big year, especially if Tyreek Hill has asked him lose some time. More than a couple games this year, possibly. If, if, um, we, we know it's going to be at least a couple games. Watkins is going to be a very popular pickup if he's not taken in your league already. I think he's one of the top pickups in fantasy this week for waiver wires. McCole Hardman, he might have more of an impact as well with uh, uh, Hill missing a couple games. And Patrick Mahomes, what can you say about Mahomes? Looked fantastic. little scary moment when he got hurt yesterday. But came back and got his job done. And, this, and, th- and again, this was without Tyreek Hill. Uh, without Travis Kelsey doing much in his offense, the Chiefs are proving yet again they're going to be a dominating team this year. Those video game numbers may be back for the Kansas City Chiefs offense. The Jaguars, I like the production. I like the, um, the, the, the play calling by the Jags. I think we saw Leonard Fournette is going to be the lead guy there. Yes, he uh, didn't put up the monster stats that maybe we thought he would against the Chiefs, but I think with what he got, um, with the production he got in that game yesterday, proves that he has top five ability at the running running back position, especially if he's going to get the ball as much as he did yesterday and start to have more of an impact throughout the games. Colts Chargers. Looks like the Colts aren't as bad as people thought they were going to be without Andrew Luck. Uh, Dor- uh, Dorsett, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, um, Brissett looked decent. Uh, Marlon Mack looked fantastic. And, and uh, T.Y. Hilton looked good in the passing game as well. As for the Chargers, I think um, when you're talking about Melvin Gordon, we're going to start talking about Melvin Who. Austin Eckler, fantastic game stepping in for the uh, former starter. I think it's going to be former starter. I think it's going to be Eckler's show this year. Keenan Allen looked nice. Got to wonder about the Mike Williams injury. Hopefully he's not hurt too bad and he'll come back. But I think the Colts are a little better than people think they're going to be. This is a game that even with Andrew Luck, I think they were going to be dogs in anyways. So Brissett can kind of right the ship, and we have games like this from Marlon Mack. The defense can make plays when they need to, and T.Y. Hilton can play. I think this team may have a shot of maybe pushing this year and maybe kind of being more of a contender than a failure this year that I, th- that I thought might happen without Andrew Luck there. Uh, Colts didn't look too bad, and the Chargers, um, Chargers are Chargers pretty much who we thought they were. Bengals-Seahawks. Seahawks squeak out a win. Kind of worrisome with, with, uh, T- uh, with uh, Tyler Lockett. Everybody came into the year, everybody thought Lockett was going to be the guy there. Um, only got uh, one catch, turned that one catch into a touchdown. But you got to wonder if uh, moving forward, if Tyler Lockett is going to be the player that maybe we thought he was. Is it going to be DK Metcalf, the player that we maybe thought uh, Lockett was? Hopefully not. Hopefully it is Lockett. Hopefully he does get moving moving forward. Joe Mixon went down with an injury. Giovanni Bernard came in, and neither of them did really, really much in the game. John Ross had a fantastic game, but I, I, but I think it's the, uh, Ross is kind of a uh, fool's gold. I think with um, AJ Green coming back, Tyler Boyd getting more impact, and hopefully Joe Mixon can, can come back and not have an injury problem. I think John Ross is not going to have the games that he had. Obviously, again, I think he's not really going to be much of a waiver wire pickup, in my opinion, moving forward. There's other options at wide receivers that I'd rather target in my waiver wire. Next up, we have the Giants at Cowboys. The Cowboys look the part, look to be Super Bowl contenders. Yes, their defense didn't look solid, didn't look great. Gave up plenty of uh, yards to a bad Giants team. 
Um, but Saquon Barkley, the Saquon thing. Evan Ingram, who I thought was going to be a big player this year, showed that he is a big player. But the Cowboys offense looked fantastic. Dak Prescott, unstoppable. Michael Gallup, fantastic. I said he was going to be one of my deep sleepers this year, um, where he possibly has a chance to break out this year. Week one, seven receptions, 158 yards. That shows he's ready to break out. He showed that late last year in the playoffs. Has a nice connection with that with Dak Prescott. Mari Cooper, nice game. Jason Witten does what he does, catches touchdowns. Ezekiel Elliott didn't do much. So when, when Elliott does start to uh, get the ball rolling, this offense could be scary good. Um, yesterday they looked good, even with Elliott not having a very good game. Dak Prescott, you're about to get paid, and I think the price went up a little more for him. Um, so they better get him signed before that price tag even goes up even further. Lions, Cardinals uh, ended in a tie. Cardinals looked horrible in the first half. Um, the offense looked like they couldn't get anything going. Kyler Murray looked uh, awful as a quarterback, got a little better in the second half, came back and showed their grit. Um, I think the Lions got a little little tired at, in the second half, I think, with the, all the runs, all the plays that the Cardinals were running. This is going to kind of be a common theme. Defense is going to get tired because the Cardinals are going to want to run as much as they can, which is maybe they're not going to be a good first-half team, but they're going to be a better second-half team. And, again, I don't think they're going to be a very good record-wise team. I'm talking about fantasy overall. I think they were – decent by the end of the numbers but it was very worrisome in the first half with this Cardinals offense but I think moving forward the second half Cardinals team is about what we're going to see uh, moving forward um, they're going to put some decent games up they're going to put some bad games up but they're also going to put some nice games up as a Cardinals offense as for the Lions uh, TJ Hawkinson great debut six for a buck 31 and a score I have always been a, uh, a someone that thought that run, the tight end position takes time to get going there are very few that have panned out to uh, big-time players um, as a rookie. I think Hawkins has a chance to be that and, and kind of uh, uh, flip that script. I thought it was going to take him a year or two. Um, looks sounds like he is ready to go right now. Hawkinson looks fantastic. If he's not taking your leagues, he definitely needs to be owned in all fantasy leagues moving forward. San Fran, Tampa Bay. What looked to be a, a, a phenomenal shootout turned into a Horrible game for Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay looks horrible. Jameis Winston does not look the part. I failed on that right now. Jameis Winston is not a good quarterback. I thought he wasn't a very good quarterback, but he was going to be a decent fantasy quarterback. That may not be the case. Winston was horrible in the first half. Hopefully he can pick it up. Um, Mike Evans didn't do much uh, off of the illness. I think this is going to be, again, Mike Evans was another one of those. What do I do with Mike Evans? What do I do with Mike Evans? He was horrible. I think it's one of those things where I think week one, coming up, the, he, was, he was sick all year, all week. Uh, stomach bug going through the, the Buccaneers uh, locker room. Mike Evans is going to be fine. And I personally, I really want to think that Jameis Winston is still going to be a decent fantasy quarterback as an actual quarterback. And I do not think he's a very good actual quarterback, but we don't care about uh, actual quarterback. We're looking for fantasy points. We're looking at fantasy scores. Garbage points count the same as they do in the first half. The fourth quarter down by three scores counts the same as the first quarter, first score of the game. Doesn't matter how you get your points as long as you get them, and I think Winston's going to be a, a garbage time type of quarterback this year, which is fine for us in fantasy. And the Sunday night game, the New England Patriots destroyed the Pittsburgh Steelers. Patriots are only going to get better. A guy named Antonio Brown, don't know if you ever heard of him, is going to be coming back this week. Their three wide receiver sets are going to be Antonio Brown, Julian Edelman, Josh Gordon. Not many teams in this league can match what they have. Oh, and they, by the way, they have the guy throwing them the ball, a guy named Tom Brady, Sonny Michelle in the backfield, James White in the backfield, Rex Burkett in the backfield. The names continue. The Patriots are ridiculously good and they're only going to get better this this week defense looked good as for the Steelers 
what to say about Steelers? I think they just ran into a, a chainsaw in the, in, in the New England Patriots. Hopefully, the Steelers can be better moving forward. We definitely don't want to see three points on the board with players like Connor, players like Juju, players with Vance McDonald, who I don't even know if he played yesterday by the stat-wise. Obviously, he did play, but he didn't do anything um, stat-wise. It's Patriots, 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 Patriots in this game. I don't. There's not much to talk about the Steelers. Moving forward, obviously, you're going to trust who we trust, and uh, hopefully, they get going and uh, get back on the roll of things. As for the games tonight, um, we got the Broncos, Raiders, we got the Texans, Saints. I think there's going to be uh, the Saints, Texans going to be a very, a very fun game to watch. Broncos, Raiders might be a little uh, boring game to watch. I think the Broncos' de- defense is going to be one that we're, we're going to be able to watch a fun defense. But I think both offensive units for the Broncos and Raiders might be a little sluggish. Hopefully, we get the offensive game out of the Houston Texans and Saints, and we get the defensive game for the Broncos. Don't know what we're going to expect out of the Raiders after this whole um, Antonio Brown situation. But if you're playing this, the single-game slates over on uh, DFS, on DraftKings and FanDuel, obviously the Texans and Saints are going to be very popular. Name a player, and they're going to be uh, very highly owned in those, uh, those two-game slates for tonight's matchups. So maybe you do take a chance on the Broncos and the Raiders. Maybe you take a chance on going with the Broncos' offense or going with the Raiders' def- offense, and hopefully maybe you can get a... a, a a, a, a wild shootout in the Denver Oakland game, and, and all of a sudden, we maybe we see a New Orleans Houston defensive struggle. I don't see it happening. I think all the offense coming out of Houston and New Orleans, and all the defense coming out of Denver and Oakland. But you got to do something when you're trying to beat out all those people in, this, in the season long. In the, I'm sorry, the DFS. You got to beat all those people out. So maybe you go with Broncos and Raiders offense, and kind of avoid the uh, the popular Kamara's, the Mike, Michael Thomas's, the DeAndre Hopkins. You're either going to be first or last if that happens. So um, I'm going to be throwing some lineups in there. Definitely going to be going with that strategy. But I'm also going to be going with the uh, the strategy of of uh, throwing in the, the stars from that Houston-New Orleans game. Definitely going to be playing with a, a few different lineups tonight because it's a two-game slate. I think there's more options you can go with. But it's kind of limited because of the players happening. And again, overreaction Monday. Do not panic on your teams right now. The season is long. We still have uh, 12 weeks left of, the, of our regular season before we, before we get going into our uh, postseason for fantasy. Lots can happen. All these players, the David Montgomery's, the Julio Jones, the Mike Evans, the Aaron Joneses, these kind of players are going to pick it back up. They're going to get going. If you can find someone looking to panic right now, see if you can steal a player from somebody. I mean, that, this, this is something you can take advantage of people out there that are panicking. Maybe they show that they, they need a lot more running back depth and they're panicking on Julio. They're panicking on Mike Evans. Maybe they need wide receiver help and they're panicking on David Montgomery or Aaron Jones. See if you can steal one of those players for, uh, for a buy low. And again, my buy low I'm going to be sending out. If you're a mastermind, part of our mastermind program, I'll send you out an email. On, 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 I'll send you out a message on who I'm looking at for buy lows and sell highs. Also, going to look at have maybe have an article out there for our uh, premium article for the buy low, sell high. Plenty of stuff happening. Week two's about to happen. Starting to work on my week two matchups. Good luck if you have anybody going tonight in the Monday night games, and good luck um, hopefully getting the W's in your week one. If you did not get a W, like I said, don't panic. Don't hit the uh, panic button. There's plenty of time left. We're going to get this ball rolling. We're going to hopefully bring home those trophies. Have a great day. Good luck and have fun this week. Thank you.